Psalms 139 and verse 14. Hallelujah. Psalms 139 and verse 14. This should be a word that brings comfort to each of us. Verse 14 says, I, that's talking about you and I, will praise thee. We'll do what? And the reason I'm going to praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Say, I'm not a mistake. I'm not an accident. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works. Say, I'm a work that's marvelous. And that my soul knoweth right well. Say, my mind and my will and my intellect know it right well. Then the next verse, verse 15 says, my substance, substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret. In other words, the Lord knew what he was making when he made you. Amen. And curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Well. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book, all my members were written which in continuance were fashioned when as yet there was none of them. Hallelujah. Today, I come with a message entitled, Becoming Who You Were Born to Be. Say, I'm becoming who I was born to be. Hallelujah. Now, I'm sharing this message because one of the devil and his host major tricks and wiles is to daily destroy your personal self-esteem. So you easily get angry, you cave in, and you soon quit, even trying to give your best throughout your lifetime. Say, I'm not angry, I'm not caving in, and I'm not getting ready to quit. Hallelujah. Now, Eagle Summit, every person here today has a life purpose that only they are supposed to accomplish. Let me say that again. Every person in here today has a life purpose that only they are supposed to accomplish. Look at your neighbor and say, nobody, nobody. Can, be you, can be you but you. But. And smile. All right, come on, come on. But if your self-image and self-esteem is gone, you give place to the adversary, and he has you on lockdown and soon shut out. Say, I'm not on lockdown, and I sure enough not going to shut out. Now, tell your neighbor, wake up, go up, Stay alive for a reason and the kingdom purpose that you have. Say, wake up, 
get up. You still are alive for a reason and the kingdom purpose you were born. Hallelujah. Now let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12. 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 12 says, we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves but they measure themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise say when i compare myself with others i'm not wise because i can only be who i was born to be in other words the sooner you dearly learn to not constantly compare yourselves with others, but instead become yourself, the better your life will become. Oh, give yourself a hand. <laughs> Say, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm one of a like. I'm one of a own. I'm one of a kind. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 10, 13 says, but we will not boast of things without our measure, but according to the measure of the rule which God has distributed to us, a measure to reach even unto you. In other words, eye contact, eye contact. You have to know your measure. You need to know yourself well enough to know what you can do and what you qualify to do. Yeah. Amen. And stop getting upset with yourself and you realize that you don't have the measure for that situation. Everything has a time and a season. And it takes time to do what? Increase your measure. Say, God, thank you for the revelation. Now, here in this verse, we're reminded of the importance of growing daily to understand our measure. In other words, exactly learning and knowing what we are skilled and appointed in life to do. Um, okay. Example. How many of you know how to mow a lawn? Or you know how to mow, mow a lawn? All right. Do you need a lawnmower? Yeah. Or do you just need to know how to cut the grass? Now, what if you have a lawnmower and you don't know how to start the engine? I know people that have bought lawnmowers and don't even know how to get it started. Uh -huh. They didn't read the instructions that told them, turn this knob this way. They went there and turned it the other way because they didn't understand their measure. Say, say neighbor, you got to know the measure before you take something on. Now listen, 
as we learn that, be daily willing to measure that out for yourselves and for others. When you know your measures, know what you can do, be able to do it and measure out. And part of the learning is accepting the fact that you're not assigned to everyone unless directed by the Holy Spirit who leads you, who guides you, and directs you daily, huh, flow, as you partner and allow him to do so. Any of y'all got the Holy Ghost? Any of you got the Holy Ghost? Have you ever did something and the Holy Ghost told you not to do it? Hello? But you learn. But the next time, when he told you not to do it, you didn't do it, right? So your measure increased. Say, Lord, thank you for understanding. I'm growing every day. Now let's go to John, cap the Gospel of John, chapter 2 and 23. John 2 and 23. Hallelujah. It says, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, talking about Jesus, in the feast day, many believed his name when they saw the miracles which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men. Now this is so important, eye contact again. You have to know yourself so well that you know when you're around interesting people who can't handle who you are. And when they can't handle who you are, stop getting upset because you are who you are. Hallelujah. Jesus was knew that he performed signs and wonders and miracles. And he knew that people were following him because of what he did good. So he didn't have a struggle trying to tell people who he was. Say, God, help me. Stop struggling to tell people who I am. Hallelujah. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men and needed not that any should testify of men, for he knew what was in man. What I'm trying to encourage you today is know yourself so well that you don't need anybody to tell you who you are. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Folks, here we have our Lord Jesus Christ giving us example of how knowing who you are and who to measure out your gifts and talents to can be done. In other words, you need to know yourself so well to know what you can handle and what you can't handle. Yeah. Stop trying to rescue everybody. Everybody don't qualify for being rescued, especially when they have a high pain tolerance. Not huh? Not by you. Sometimes you need to hand them off to somebody else. Right. Say, all right, I love you, but not this time. Jesus had the Holy Spirit leading and guiding him each and every day. Likewise, we too have the Holy Spirit helping us the same way so we can know when and where to release the gifts and talents within us to others too. Now, we're living in a time where almost everywhere you go, you find somebody out there uh, asking for some help. But if the Holy Ghost don't tell you to help them, don't get upset because you didn't help them. 
He's leading you. He's guiding you. He doesn't want you to get ripped off. He doesn't want you to get abused. But when he releases you, guess what? You release it, and then the blessing comes. Say, Lord, thank you for that understanding. You will lead me in a plain path because I know who I am, and you know who I am. All right? 2 Corinthians 4, 7. Oh, this is so awesome. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. Now get this, please. But we have, we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Now here, folks, is the understanding we each must have if we are indeed to become who we are born to be. The treasure in earthen vessels is connected solely to the excellency of the power that comes from Almighty God and not us. In other words, we each must daily allow our gifts and our talents to flow in partnership with the power of God, activated in and through us who become willing and obedient so we too partake of the good of the land. But remember, too, that where there is a treasure, there will also be dirt in the midst of un uncovering it. Now, I'm looking at some beautiful people. Hallelujah. And I know there's a treasure in there somewhere. But before I hit the treasure, I'm going to find some dirt. And the dirt is the resistance. The dirt is that which... I don't want everybody to know that, you know, there's some, you know, I still got some issues. I know you're looking pretty. I know you're looking handsome, but I know there's some dirt. But beyond the dirt is treasure. Say, beyond my dirt, there's some treasure. Say, treasure, come on up. Dirt, get out the way. Hallelujah. But how in the spirit is dirt uncovered so the treasure can fully manifest for God's glory and our blessing. Luke 22, let me show you how. Mm -mm -mm. Luke 22 and 31. But how in the spirit is dirt uncovered so the treasure can fully manifest for God's glory and our blessing? I'm giving you an example. Luke 22 and verse 31. Oh, this is so awesome. How many of you come to church all the time? Come on. You come, you come to church? You come to church. Hallelujah. You pay your tithes. Come on, you serve. You come to church. Hallelujah. But that doesn't mean you don't have some dirt. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, and talking about Peter, one of Jesus' top disciples. Peter called Simon. Behold, Satan has desired to sift you, to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen the brethren. 
Now flow with me. Here you have a disciple that goes everywhere with Jesus seeing signs and wonders and miracles. And you would think that because of being associated, he would have the same anointing and be all of that. But Satan desired to sift him. Now, here's what you got to understand. There's a devil after you too. And he wants to sift you like wheat. He wants you to go to hell and not go to heaven. He's after you. But the reason you come to church is you got people praying for you. The prayers of the righteous avail much. That's why God said, forsake not yourself to gathering together and so much the more as you see the day approaching. In the day approaching is hell everywhere. And you need prayer. Say, neighbor, pray for me. When I come up in your spirit, pray for me. Call my name. Even if you don't know my name. Say, call that person that was sitting next to me. I'm praying for them. Deliver them that their faith will not fail. Nobody makes it by themselves. It takes the prayers of mama, daddy, papa, everybody. You don't know who's praying for you. They brought you through. You, the prayers of the righteous avail much. Peter was one of the God's best, best disciples, but he had some dirt that he didn't uncover, but he had treasure in him. But I pray for thee that thy faith fail not. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, meaning there are times when you have to, huh, you need some help with your faith. Huh? You need some help with your faith to please God, to know that, all right, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, but God, I need some help. I'm getting weary in my well-doing. I'm tired, Lord. I'm sick of this. Ah, but the prayers intervene and stop that. Folks, here we discover one of the master keys to help us become the person we are born to be. What's the key? Prayer for us individually and collectively. Now, here's what I'm saying. It doesn't mean that you don't pray. Yeah, you better be praying for yourself. But there's some tough times when you need some prayers of others. Amen. And that's why when we call you to come to pray, we... we, 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 we we're trying to prepare you for your future and to be a blessing to somebody else. And when you pray, here, here, thank you, Holy Ghost. I've learned that when I have a problem to pray for somebody else. Yeah, y'all don't like it over that side. I've learned that to stop focusing on myself and pray for somebody else. And when I pray for somebody else, the blessing come to me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because the enemy is trying to wear me out on that issue. So I said, no, devil, I give you no praise. I pray for somebody else. And when I pray for somebody else, then the blessing comes back on. Say, Lord, thank you for that understanding. I need to stop praying for myself all the time and pray for somebody else all the time. Hallelujah. Prayer for us individually and collectively that our faith fail not. And when we each are converted, we strengthen our brethren too. What do you mean? There's sometimes we get hard-hearted and it takes a long time for us to be converted. You ever have a habit that, that you don't like to break? I like cheesecake. 
I love me some cheesecake. But I had to get to the place where, you know, I can't eat as much cheesecake as I used to eat. I love cheese. I said, don't get jealous. I love cheesecake. But I had to learn that there's some cheesecake that I don't need to eat. I need to say, no, cheesecake. You bow your knee to me. I'm not bowing my knee to you. <laughs> Are you getting this? Folks, one of the benefits of being planted in a church family is the blessing and the benefit of having others daily pray for you that your faith fail not. So every day, part of my assignment is to pray for you that your faith fails not. Say, neighbor, you too. Pray for somebody else that their faith fail not. Now, why? Because without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. Here the revelation is that we each have to grow up and daily learn to fully appreciate the fact that Almighty God has given us a life to live, to be a blessing to others as well as to ourselves. Say, I'm a blessing to myself, but I'm also a blessing to others. Now, here's the revelation. You got to understand, sometimes when God is promoting you and you get around people, they can't handle your promotion. They can't handle your promotion. But because they can't handle it doesn't mean that you're not promoted. Hey. Hey. Hebrews 3 and 13. Hebrews 3 and 13 says this. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfastly unto the end. Folks, this verse reminds us that as brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ, we are to daily exhort one another. One of the reasons I keep encouraging you to come to church is so you can be encouraged. You don't come to church to get, be, be depressed. <laughs> Look at Jerry, smile. Say, be encouraged. I say it. Come on. Be encouraged. Say it like you mean it. Be encouraged. We come to encourage one another. And praying for one another is one of the major ways we learn to exhort. Exhort means to urge by a strong appeal. When you exhort, you're encouraging per a person to be strong. You're encouraging somebody to, to be beyond where they are. Matthew 14 and 26, going down the home stretch. Matthew 14, 26. And when the disciples saw him, talking about Jesus walking on the sea, they were troubled. Say, say whenever God does something that I'm not used to, I get troubled. Mm. <coughs> Saying it is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. Now, eye contact. When you're doing something and, the, and, and fear comes to torment you, that, that's when you know God ain't there. But when God shows up, he will say, Peace. He will say, peace, don't be troubled, don't be troubled. But when the devil's there, he wants you troubled. Say, neighbor, 
Don't let trouble trouble you. Oh, my God. But straightway Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answering him said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Jesus said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water. Say, he walked on the water. He walked on the water. He actually walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Eye contact. Every time you step into something new and you start doing something successful, a dart will come to distract you to make you think you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Say, Lord, I thank you for that understanding because you'll know how to help me. See, the problem is some of you don't know how to cry out when you need some help. You cry, but you ain't crying to God. <laughs> hey, there's a difference. Lord, help me. Lord, I repent. Lord, I forgive. Help me, help me, help me. And then wait for him to help you. Don't try to fix it. No, Lord, give me the instruction. I'll follow your instruction willing and obediently. Say, God, thank you for the understanding. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand, caught him, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Say, doubt is not to be placed in my faith. I'm a believer and a mighty receiver. Folks, Peter gives us each an example of the faith journey of becoming who we are born to be in our lifetime. On this life journey, the spirit of fear, doubt, and unbelief have a daily, have to be daily mastered. And just because you have been saved for years and years doesn't mean that those demonic spirits will not come to harass you from time to time. Their goal is to cause you to function with little or no self-esteem. That way, they can daily mock your relationship with the Lord and the Holy Spirit. But note again, Peter, like you and I, had to grow up out of the daily flow so he could become the more than conqueror he was destined to be. Say, I'm, I'm on my way to becoming more than a conqueror. Mm. The fear, the doubt, and unbelief was some of the dirt that was covering Peter's treasure, his greatness. Say fear, fear. Doubt, doubt, and unbelief, unbelief. is some of the dirt that's covering my treasure. Say fear, doubt, unbelief, go, go, go. Come on, put your hands together. Let's go to Matthew 16 as we begin to close. Matthew 16 and 15. Oh my God. Matthew 16, 15. 
He said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now, folks, we're tapping into another key of becoming who you are born to be. Like Peter, there must be times and seasons of the kingdom revelations that help you stay on the right path so you can indeed become all that you were born to be, whether you fully understand the way your life plays out at the time. Now, here's one of the things that many of us have not discovered yet, that the way we were born um, didn't um, delineate how we were, were, how we were going to become. How we were born, where we come from, doesn't determine all that we're to become. But the trick of the adversary is to get us to keep looking at the past and not reaching for the future. Say, neighbor, reach forward. Stop looking back. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Peter, like all of us, went through a real time and season when he did not fully understand the depth of all that he has and was to endure and had to go through. And on your life journey, becoming who you are, born to be, you too have times and seasons of totally trusting the Lord for your outcome. When I was in uh, a place called Duke University and there was a test time and um, there was a mighty test and I didn't know how I was going to pass that test, but I knew neology, I knew prayer, and I asked the Lord and the Lord gave me the answer for the test and I went back and told my team what the Lord had told me in prayer. They mocked me, but the team that followed me passed the test. Say, Lord, hallelujah. I was not that smart. I was not that bright, but I was asking the Lord. And the Lord was my shepherd, and I did not want. Hallelujah. All of us have tests and times, and you have to totally trust the Lord for your outcome. And when that happens, it may not feel good at all. Nobody likes to feel stupid. Nobody likes to feel dumb. But sometimes there are moments in season when it's like that, but you're not dumb. You're just pushing past the dirt so the treasure can come up. And you can be totally dependent on God because you know he made the crooked straight and the rough places plain. Again, and when that happens, it's not, it doesn't feel good. Nevertheless, it's a real part of helping to define who you are to become. Matthew 26 and 40, here we go. He cometh to his disciples and findeth them asleep and said unto Peter, why could ye not watch with me one hour? Now this is the closing of Jesus. He's, he's preparing to, to go and give his life 
and he's got his friends and he's telling his friends come on just come on just be with me for a while but I'm telling you folks there are times and seasons when even your friends can't help you I said there are times and seasons even your closest friends can't help you but you got to have to know who you are and sometimes it's that time when God is bringing the dirt up out of you so the treasure can come forth watch and pray they enter not into tempt that you enter not into temptation the spirit indeed is willing but the flesh is weak again another master key of becoming the person you were born to be learning that your human spirit has to grow to become stronger than your flesh so we can indeed become who we were born to become my 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 matthew 26 and 73 and after a while we came unto him and they stood and said peter surely thou art one of them for thou speech portrayeth thee then began he to curse you mean say people curse i said say people curse i said say people curse i said say people curse there's some cuss up in there he began to curse and swear, saying, I know not the man. Wait a minute. You were with Jesus. You went to church. You paid the tithe. You served. But cuss came out of you. And Peter remembered the words of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. God already knows your downsetting. He knows your downsetting, but He's not going to keep you down. He wants you to come up. Yeah. He wants you to face your reality and change. Folks, on Peter's journey to become who he was born to become, he made many human and spiritual mistakes like we all do. But there came a moment in his life when it became clear to him that he was not all that he thought he was and needed to make the complete life change for the better. Likewise, to become who you are born to be, it will indeed require each of us to make the right changes willingly and obediently so we can become who we were born to be. But, there, but where there is no fear, no respect for God, there is no change. And in 2019, the Lord is calling his sons and his daughters to daily make the proper changes that help bring glory and honor to him and the blessing that makes you rich and adds no sorrow to us and others who cross your path. Finally, there's a passage in Acts 3 and 6. Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I unto thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Now this is the same Peter that cussed. This is the same Peter that was mad. Same Peter. But now, now he has made the change he had made the change and he oh he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. signs and wonders and miracles are a part of his ministry now 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 he qualifies because now he's not going to take the glory for it now he's going not going to take the praise for it he's going to give all the glory and honor to god and all the people saw him walking and praising god and they knew that it was he would set for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at all that had happened unto him. The treasure in the earthen vessel did not manifest without removing the dirt of doubt, fear, and unbelief in Peter. 
and that doubt was not to be removed without prayers of the righteous, availing much on his behalf. And one of the keys to becoming planted in the house of the Lord, the church, is so that prayers of the righteous can soar on your behalf, whether you know it or not. A place where Almighty God inhabits the praises of his people and attends unto the cries. But remember, correction is not rejection. Correction was the position Peter to become who he was born to be in the life. Likewise, we too must grow and mature and understand that correction comes to help position us fully so we become all that we become or born to be. The devil's trick is to make sure you miss the understanding and see correction as rejection. That way you run from the devil, run to the devil and his host instead of to God and the Holy Ghost. Eagle Summit, it's our time and our season to become who you are really born to be. So let's stay daily tied up to the Lord, exhorted, exhorting one another with prayer and praise and worship. Say double harvest, double, harvest. double blessing, blessing. are manifesting, manifesting. As, I speak. As, I speak. as I speak. As I speak. Say Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for this reminder that we are each are born and created with a real life purpose of great value to ourselves and others. Holy Spirit, we make ourselves available to measure out moment by moment with your help to help establish the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven. Holy Spirit, please help each of us to think right, speak right, do right, so that the signs, wonders, and miracles can be released to help bring others into the kingdom of God. Thank you again for renewing our hearts and our minds so our faith can rise and we soar in our life purpose as we serve with love consistently everywhere we go. In Jesus' mighty name, say, I'm becoming, I'm becoming, I'm becoming who I was born to be. In Jesus' name, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. 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 Say, neighbor, you're awesome. you're awesome. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Be all you were born to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I'm believing for you to walk in the fullness of who you are. There's a treasure in that earthen vessel. Push past the dirt. No fear. No doubt. No unbelief. Believe only and receive. Hallelujah. Blessings overtake us now and forevermore. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord.